0: Today, August 6th, 2021, is the Feast of the Transfiguration of the Lord. The Transfiguration is when Jesus took Peter, James, and John to the top of the mountain to give them the mountain experience of who he was, so that we might believe and persevere in our life, our life of faith. Our readings today are taken from first reading, Daniel chapter 7 verses 9 to 10, 13 to 14. The second reading is from Peter. Second letter of Peter chapter 1 verses 16 to 19. The Gospel from Mark chapter 9 verses 2 to 10. My brothers and sisters, the transfiguration of our Lord was necessary and essential to our faith in Christ. What the disciples experience in the Transfiguration says as the basis of our faith. Faith that will enable us to receive the salvation given us by Christ as we live our lives here on earth. When the question is asked of us, what are you suffering for? What are you dying for? The answer is Jesus revealed himself in the mountain of transfiguration that he is the one, the anointed one of God, whom he has sent, to whom belongs dominion and power, whose kingdom is everlasting. In the first reading of today, The prophet Daniel declared to us what he saw of the true God and of his son, who was enthroned as king forever. As I watched, thrones were set up, and the ancient one took his throne. He was so dazzling that his appearance is beyond our imagination. Thousands upon thousands were ministered to him, and myriads upon myriads attended him. A court was convened, and the books were opened. As the vision during the night continued, I saw one like the Son of Man coming on the clouds of heaven. He was given dominion, glory, and kinship. All peoples, nations, and languages serve him. His dominion is an everlasting dominion that shall not be taken away, his kinship shall not be destroyed. This is what Daniel saw in a vision. And this is who Christ is. For when he asked his disciples, who do people say the Son of Man is? They made, the people had several guesses. But he asked them specifically, who do you say I am? Peter spoke, you are the Christ, the Son of the living God. Jesus reminded Peter, That it was flesh, it was not flesh and blood that revealed that to him, but his father in heaven. Confirming what Daniel saw. But when Jesus started to explain to them what he was going to undergo to be the Christ, Peter was scandalized and rebuked Christ privately. You shouldn't say that. And Christ replied, Get behind me, Satan. You are not thinking as God but as man. Because no one understood the nature of rising, the rising from the dead. So the transformation, the transfiguration on Mount Table solidified the faith of the apostles in the true nature of Christ. They saw him converse with moses and elijah so christ is the fulfillment of the law and the prophets and after the transfiguration jesus told them this is not a matter for gossip it's not a matter for boasting it's not a matter for debate and discussion don't even mention it or share it because you will not be able to defend it until the son of man was risen from the dead Sure enough, they really couldn't because what they saw was beyond them. But they never understood what rising from the dead meant. On the Mount of Transfiguration, Jesus took Peter, James, and John deliberately. For in all his ministry and teaching, he alone went to the top of the mountain. He now took them. So that they could see what Peter confessed, but didn't quite believe. They could hear what took place at his baptism with John the Baptist, who is the new Elijah. They experience their own transformation. Peter confessing. Let's stay here. But he will he will only build three tents: one for Moses, one for the Lord. One for Moses and one for Elijah. That also shows that we must remain here to continue the work of faith in Christ. But we know who we believe in. So someone asks us, why are you suffering? Why are you dying? Why are you killing yourself? I'm killing myself because I've witnessed the glory of the Lord that I serve. Without the Transfiguration, there will certainly have been scandal in the way Jesus was going to save the world. There wouldn't be meaning in our suffering unless we know about the Transfiguration. If we examine our life, we should look for our mountaintop experience. Martin Luther King Jr. saw it and proclaimed it following... Following his proclamation, he gave his life because he believed. Faith is not based on fables. So after the resurrection, Peter, now that he was free to talk about it, proclaimed to the Christians, Beloved, we did not follow cleverly devised myths when we made known to you the power and the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. But we had been witnesses of his majesty. Hallelujah. For he received honor and glory from God the Father. When that unique declaration came to him from the majestic glory, this is my son, my beloved, with whom I am well pleased. We ourselves heard this voice Come from heaven while we were with him on the holy mountain. Moreover, we possess the prophetic message that is altogether reliable. You will do well to be attentive to it as a lamp shining in a dark place until the day dawns and the morning star rises in your hearts. This is the transfiguration on which we base Our faith. There is joy in suffering. Because of the transfiguration experience. Faith gives us that sight. That life is worth the living. Just because Christ lives. Today in our world. The church lives to proclaim. What Peter. Proclaimed here. That we can suffer. To be with Christ. For Christ is the one who has come to save us. He did it through suffering. So can suffering ever prevents us from the love of God come between us from believing in Christ? St. Paul says neither suffering nor even death can come between us and the love of God for us in Christ. Let us praise God in our faith. Let us praise God on this feast of transfiguration that enables us to know why we suffer, to do the right thing, to live the right life. Through Christ our Lord. Amen.